All right, so let's get then into our final conversation for the morning. David van Veek, he's with the Benchmark Foundation. Of course, we want to talk about what has happened in Yachasfontein. Interestingly, a lot of our listeners this morning saying that, um, you know, the the issue with that mine, that dam collapse, the the wall collapse of the dam in Yachasfontein is something that they had long warned the local authorities about. David, good morning to you. Thanks for your time today. Uh, good morning, Cassie, and thank you for having us on your show. Is this something that you have been aware of for some time? Well, yes. Um, in 2007, when we published Policy Gap, we pointed out to uh, tailingstone failures in uh, an Impala mine, tailingstone failure in the Rustenburg area, and then the Merrisburg disaster in the uh, Velcom area, the Virginia area. Um, and we warned that tailings management should be taken seriously in South Africa because they pose a real danger to communities, even in mines that have been abandoned. If you look at the eastern and northern rim of Soweto, you've got tailings all along that rim, and Soweto is um, below those tailings. And, you know, the apartheid spatial development always put black and indigenous communities, working class communities, in locations below the tailings on the wrong side of the wind and on the long, wrong side of the seepage and, and the flooding from those tailings. And so they're potentially always in danger. Um, and we, we, we are concerned that the department is not doing it, the inspections and so on that it should be doing. Mine closures are not happening as they should be happening. And we found big companies like the beers and so on selling these mines, uh, this particular one, first of all, to a Jagersfontein company. And then after that, at the moment, to Star Gem last year, they bought this particular uh, mining operation. And... If tailings are not managed properly, they can lead to big disasters. Insurance companies actually refuse to insure tailings because of the class actions that can follow when these things break. And globally, we've seen some major disasters. And here we see yet another one in South Africa. When we look at what could have been done to to prevent a disaster of this nature, what are some of the options that you would look into? And is it something that is easily predictable? Because one of the things that we've heard a lot from the of officials in Yachasfontein is the fact that, you know, this is a, an accident that caught everybody by surprise. Well, I don't think it should have been an accident that, caused, uh, that caught everyone by surprise. I think that if we look at the slope of the wall uh, facing the community, it was too steep. If we look at the uh, elevation of the tailings dam that was above the community, they should never be above uh, above communities. Um, and if we look at uh, the geology and so on of that particular area, uh, you know, any heavy rain, rainfall or water being added to that particular tailings uh, could 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 have resulted uh, in this in this particular disaster. We've been calling for exclusion zones around mining operations. If you look at Johannesburg, for example, very often there are no exclusion zones around uh, these, um, uh, these, these these tailings. You know, 1,500 meters uh, would be a good distance between the tailings down in the nearest community. Um, and even then, they still pose a danger if they're on a slope. You know, they should never be constructed on slopes and so on. Uh, preferably, they should be constructed very far from any communities um, and, 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 and any risks. But because mining companies cut costs and so on, very often they construct these things in places where they shouldn't be constructed. And also because they want to, they, they want to cut costs, they don't pay due attention to 
the um, geology as well as to the architecture of the tailings uh, itself. You know, and so uh, very basic principles of tailings management uh, management is not being adhered to. And I think that the department very often lacks the capacity to do the necessary inspections. Um, and then there's also, of course, the issue of uh, possible corruption between uh, departmental officials. We, when I was working for government in the Northwest Province, we had very serious problems with the provincial department uh, um, office. Uh, mining is a national competency, not a, not a local or provincial competency. And so provincial and local government often don't have much control over what mining companies do within the jurisdictions of local government and provincial government. We've heard the Department of Minerals and and Energy come out to say that it believes the mine should take responsibility for this disaster. In the same breath, of course, they're the ones that would have direct oversight in as far as compliance is concerned, where it it, it affects these mining operations. And you've just spoken to to the aspect of um, capacity and their ability Mm -hmm. to be able to carry out all of the inspections and, uh, you know, to fulfill their end of, of the bargain? Yes, I think that the, the, the department very often puts first the promotion of mining rather than the regulation of mining. You know, um, it is a referee that, that plays on one side of the, of, 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 of the game against the other side. Um, you know, they, they, they promote mining investment uh, and very often don't listen to communities when communities raise concerns about what that what the impact of that investment might be on the community if it's badly managed. And very often we find very badly managed mines that have an impact on communities. Now, this is a disastrous in, impact, but there are other impacts. For example, diamond mining takes place in geology that is also uh, has uh, asbestos uh, within it. And if we, if we look at... Um, uh, uh, you know, if you look at uh, these mines in this, in this particular area, the dust from that same tailings could also be contributing to asbestosis and so on in the community, uh, also to eye problems and other respiratory problems as well. Uh, if that distance between the mine and the community is not there, and if the community is constructed on the wrong side of the tailings, on the on you know, and that's often what happens everywhere in South Africa is that townships are constructed on the wrong side of tailings dams and the wind blows across them. The water the water streams towards them and very often they are in a geological position, uh, a geographical position below uh, the elevation of the tailings and therefore at risk from those tailings. And these are very basic things that are very well known to the industry globally, uh, but very often not adhered to. Mm. David, let's just talk about the issue of toxicity and what a community like Jagersfontein is going to have to deal with now in the aftermath of this um, spillage effectively from the dam. Well, I think that um, in this particular community, what will happen now is that uh, the spill will dry out. Uh, fortunately, we are moving into the rain season now, and maybe the rain season will wash away uh, the worst of the problem. But when, when the spill dries out, the, the, the tailings here would contain, uh, um, uh, would contain uh, materials and, and poisons that, 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 could, uh, that could lead to uh, mesothelioma, asbestosis, and and all plural uh, plaques, um, and 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 this 
would be the risk that the community is facing, very, very severe um, um, respiratory risks and so on to the community itself. Um, of course, we don't know to what extent the the water supply system, we know that the electricity got knocked out. We don't know at this point, uh, and we still need to investigate to what extent the water supply system in a very dry area has been affected by this particular spill as well. Uh, we know in other areas such as Allen Ridge and so on that the water supply is very badly affected by uh, by, by, by mine water. And this, this is all water that's pulled through this community. It might have gone into boreholes. It might have gone into the town's water supply and so on as well and might affect the health of the community as a consequence. All right. David van Veek, thank you so much for coming onto the show today. He's with the Benchmark Foundation and, and for giving us that particular perspective.